Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes, Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hello and welcome to the Bike Radar podcast, brought to you from the team behind Cycling Plus, MBUK and BikeRadar.com. Hello, welcome to the Bike Radar podcast and Merry Christmas because this is going out on Christmas Day. We thought we'd have a little retrospective look at what's impressed us most in 2019. So we're going to start with some of the guys from the mountain bike team and then we're going to talk road bikes after that. We're going to start with me, I'm Tom, uh, and I'm going to talk about something that's really impressed me in 2019, and then we've got our friend Matthew, Felix from the video team, and then Mildred from Bike Radar. The highlight for me this year has been the Garmin Vivo Active 4 watch. It's not a super, super techie sports watch like the Fenix series, but this is a bit more accessible, perhaps to those of you who aren't such tech heads like me. I'm not someone who uses GPSs, who really stravered very much in the past. However, the past few months I've been getting into trying to get a bit fitter, I've been watching my diet a little bit more, doing a few more sort of high intensity rides and the ability to track that has really helped. The watch is fairly simple to use. It shows all the bits of data that I kind of need um, and it's just a really comfortable little watch to use day to day. Nice, easy, simple to use, and about £250. It's not super expensive, especially if you're going to compare it to those more techie models such as the Fenix. My 2019 mountain bike highlight was discovering that actually, overall, I prefer e-mountain bikes and maybe can't be bothered to ride a mountain bike without a motor anymore. This is going to upset a lot of you, I'm sure, but for the small amount of mountain biking that I have time to do, where I want to maximise the amount of fun riding I get to do, rather than grinding up hills, e-mountain bikes are where it's at, and I'm looking forward to riding those more next year. 
I made a video about this explaining my reasons. Look for the link below. Let us know in the comments if you think I'm an idiot. This year I've pushed outside my comfort zone a number of times and my Physique Terra X5 shoes have been there all the way through. They're a mountain bike shoe, but I've been riding them on some very long gravel rides and races. A particular highlight for me was racing the Rift gravel race in Iceland. And these shoes put up with multiple river crossings and 12 hours in the saddle without my feet really hurting too much. They're really durable and after everything I've done this year, I can still see myself riding with them next year in a load of different events. This year I really enjoyed riding the Canyon Neuron CF9. It's the carbon version of their popular trail bike. I found it to be really fun. It's light, it's spacious, it's manoeuvrable, and it picks up speed really quickly. I sometimes find that extra small geometry can be a bit tricky to get right, but Canyon nailed it. They did this by using 650B wheels, which brings the bike into proportion, and they've really fine-tuned the suspension for smaller riders. I hate to use the phrase confidence-inspiring, but that bike had me hurling myself down stuff that I would never be brave enough to do normally. I even attempted a downhill track on it, which I've never done before. Next up, we've got our tech guru, Seb, and then two video guys, Max and Joe, and then we're going to finish with Bike Radar's deputy editor, Jack Luke. This time last year, I stood here and said that I was looking forward to riding the Structure SCW1. By far the most interesting bike I rode this year. Now that I have ridden it, I can say that the idea certainly seems to have potential. And while I certainly didn't reach the full potential of the bike, because I didn't have a huge amount of time on it, and because Structure only have mediums at the moment, I certainly was impressed by how that uh, crazy linkage fork performs. It's so much more sensitive than any telescopic fork I've ridden. It really seems to kind of fill in all the holes and flutter over the bumps. And I'm looking forward to riding more linkage fork bikes in future. My favorite product for mountain biking from the year 2019 has got to be the Madison DTE all-weather trouser, and it is absolutely bomb-proof. Recently on my ventures to the Forest of Dean, I managed to get myself into a bit of a heap on the floor, um, but thankfully the trousers were completely unscathed. Now coming from someone who mostly rides wearing jeans throughout the winter, I must say from the heart, I am really glad I've made this switch. They are exactly what they say on the tin and I'm really happy with them and I'm probably going to continue to use them throughout this winter and the forthcoming winters. Without a doubt, the best mountain bike product I used in 2019 was my Scott Scale Hardtail Longtermer. I've used it for plenty of riding and racing throughout the year, even loads of commuting, and it's held up to whatever I've thrown at it. By today's standard, the geometry is nothing too spectacular. The head angle is 69.5 degrees. The reach isn't too long. The wheelbase isn't too long either. But for all the kind of riding I do, that's lots of marathons with fairly long climbs and not too gnarly descents. It really did the job. One part of the bike which didn't quite work for me was the one-piece Scott ICS Fraser Bar and Stem Combo. The bike was also a great place to try some really cool upgrades. A particular highlight had to be the Schmolker Bars. They weighed just 92 grams, and that's pretty terrifying when you're rattling down a descent with just 92 grams of carbon fiber holding you up from certain catastrophe. But again, throughout the whole year, they have not put a foot wrong. But be warned, if you get these bars, the torque values on them are incredibly low, so you need a really accurate torque wrench. I think the brake levers, it's around 1.5 newton meters. But on the whole, I had a great time on the bike, and I'm already missing it as it has gone back to Scott. In May of 2019, I was lucky enough to go to the launch of Shimano's new XT and SLX drivetrains. 
XT was much anticipated in the mountain bike world. Shimano tends to be quite cyclical in its launching of products, but the release of SLX at the same time, and in particular, the fact that both SLX and XT moved to 12-speed was really notable. I should say I have only ridden the group set at that launch, but SLX really impressed me with its performance. There were some quite subtle differences between XT and SLX, but the overall performance was pretty mind-blowing for what is essentially a budget group set, and it says a lot about how far things have come along in that kind of entry level and budget end of the mountain biking spectrum. I'm looking forward to putting more time on the group set in 2020, but I have to say that if you look at the kind of complete build market now, to have a bike coming with SLX is no bad thing at all. So that's the mountain bike products for 2019 out the way. Let's chat drop bar bikes. First off, we've got our video boys again, Felix and Joe, followed by our newest recruit, Simon, and then we've got Mildred, and then we're back with Jack, deputy editor. This year, I've been doing a lot of long distance road riding on my Lauf Anywhere, and I have to say the best product on that bike is the Super Dura Dynamo disc wheel set from Hunt. Why do I love the Dynamo wheel so much? Well. The main one being the fact that I no longer have to worry about batteries ever again. Number two, it's actually lighter than a traditional light setup where you'd have a battery, uh, particularly if you're doing a long night ride, for example. And number three, the rim that the wheel set uses is not only tubeless compatible, but it's nice and wide, so I can just use my road and my gravel tyres without changing the wheel set. The giant TCR Advance, which I rode for the 2019 hill climb season, was without a doubt my favourite road product of 2019. It could be one of the last great rim brake bikes before every bike becomes discs. That means it was nice and light, I think around 6.5 kilos stock without pedals, and that's with a Shimano power meter. And it also has Giant's famous integrated seat mast. Whether you like that or not, I'm not too sure. It looks pretty cool though. Riding the TCR Advance was also the first time I got to ride electronic gears with Shimano's Dura Ace DI2. I was a bit sure about electronic gears, I've been doggedly sticking to cables, but riding the DI2, it was a game changer. It is so good, so hassle-free, no adjustment. I don't think I'll be changing anytime soon if I get the choice. I wish I could have kept hold of the bike, but unfortunately, it has gone back home to Giant. My favorite product of 2019 are my 36 centimeter Tech Classic Bend handlebars. So the reason I wanted bars that were this narrow is that I've raced TTs quite a lot and I understand that aerodynamics are really important if you want to ride fast. And buying handlebars that are narrower is one of the cheapest ways to reduce your frontal area. Track riders routinely use bars that are 33 centimeters wide and I've even read stories of people using bars that are just 22 centimeters wide. So really 36 centimeters isn't all that narrow. The drop shape isn't quite as nice as the pair of 3T Rotundo that I had before, but those only come in a minimum of 40 centimetres wide, so they had to go, unfortunately. I'm an endurance rider, and I like a bike that's comfortable, and the fact that Liv have now added 32mm tyres to the Vale Advanced is brilliant because they really up the ante. It was really comfortable. We were riding on all kinds of terrain, including cobbles and a little bit of gravel, and it just held up really well. Plus, it's just a stunning bike. The graphite, grey, metallic, sparkly paint job is right up my street. And to be able to ride it at the launch in Provence in the middle of the summer, it was the highlight of my year. My number one road product of 2019 was something kind of unexpectedly normal. 
Rototubeless technology has come on leaps and bounds in recent years, but there's still a weirdly limited number of completely slick uh, road tubeless tires in kind of the 30 mil up to 35 mil size. And for my All City Mr. Pink long-term test bike, I wanted a set of 30 millimeter tubeless tires to fit to this. Now, like I said, this is a weirdly limited range and I eventually stumbled on the WTB Exposure 30. Now this tire is available most importantly in a tan wall version, but throughout the year it has seriously impressed me with its performance, grip and durability. I've clocked up about two and a half thousand kilometers on these tires. I have, touch wood, yet to puncture them set up in a tubeless arrangement. And their kind of overall ride quality, which is supple enough without being fragile, is a really perfect fit for the All City, which is a bike I like to ride in wholly inappropriate circumstances. Like I said, I was pretty much driven to this tire because I couldn't find anything else, but I've been pleasantly surprised, in fact, delighted with the performance of this tire and I'm certain it's going to be one of my favourites for many years to come. So that was our retrospective look at our top bits of tech from 2019 on mountain bikes and road bikes here from Bike Radar. Hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to subscribe and Merry Christmas once again. Thank you for listening to the Bike Radar podcast. If you want any more information on what we've been talking about or more news and views on cycling, check out bikeradar.com. Bike Radar.